Hey, ZWC fighters. Today you're in for a very interesting podcast because we will be talking about Z-Baby's cholesterol issues. <laughs> Just kidding. But we, will, but we will be chatting to Farah, the host of the Conversation Cabin podcast. The Conversation Cabin podcast will take you on a journey to explore the strange, the unexplained, and everything in between. Your host, Farah, is a gifted storyteller who will guide you through life's strangeness from her cabin in the woods and into the fascinating world of mystery. So grab a cup of coffee, cozy up by the fire, and join her for some intriguing conversations. Who knows what secrets you might uncover from the cabin. So find out on the Conversation Cabin podcast. Now, let's talk about upcoming events. So, in Conquest is coming up, and Jessica, the one leading it, sent Drewski and I shirts! And, oh boy, these shirts are amazing. <laughs> so, the next snippet is dedicated to the shirt. Introducing the ultimate shirt for the adventurous souls out there. The Encounter Quest Sexy Shirt. Whether you're on a daring quest to find hidden treasures or just looking to spice up your wardrobe, this shirt is sure to turn heads. Made with tantalizing blend of Yeti, Dogman, and Mermaid hair, the Encounter Quest Sexy Shirt is perfect for those who want to look and feel their best while on the hunt for their next conquest. Its sleek design and form-fitting cut will make you more aerodynamic, stealthier, and you'll feel like a true explorer, ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. So, whether you're climbing mountains, exploring jungles, or just going out for a night in the town, this shirt is guaranteed to make you feel the, like the ultimate adventurer. Get ready to turn heads and ignite passions with the Encounter Quest Sexy Shirt, the perfect attire for those who aren't afraid to take risks and live life to the fullest. But in all seriousness, the look and the feel of the shirt and the graphics on it are top-notch, so it is definitely worth getting. And don't forget, Encounter Quest is April 1st, which is this Saturday, literally this Saturday. You don't want to miss out on getting your own shirt, meeting top experts in the cryptid world, making friends, sharing laughs, and the list goes on. And now let's talk about Paracon. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to have your mind blown and your socks scared off. The Paracon event is back and it's bigger and better than ever before. Join us for a weekend of supernatural shenanigans, unexplained occurrences, and cryptid craziness. We've got some of the best guest speakers in the business ready to share their knowledge and experiences with you. And I can guarantee you, you'll leave with a newfound appreciation for the unexplained. But it's not just for all serious talk. We've got plenty of good times and stories to share as well. You'll have the chance to mingle with other enthusiasts, swap ghost stories, and maybe even spot a Bigfoot or two. Okay, maybe not. But hey, you never know. So, come one, come all to the Paracon event, where the weird and the wonderful collide, and anything is possible. Who knows? You might just leave with a new friend, a new theory, or a new phobia. Don't miss out on the fun. Oh, and uh, Drewski and I will be there. So, you don't want to miss us. Who knows? We might not make it next year because a Bigfoot might kidnap us or uh, something like that.
Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hi, what's going on, guys? This is Drewski. This is Z-Baby. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Cryptid Warfare and Conspiracies. Guys, we got an awesome guest on today. Um, her and her husband, they moved up from, uh, from Florida. They are good people. Awesome. We've had, actually had a couple of, uh, a couple of talks here and there. She has this awesome podcast, guys. It's called the Conversation Cabin Podcast. Her name's Farah. And, uh, yeah, they live out in the sticks, just what, from what you told yeah. me. So, yeah, uh, out Farrah, in the sticks. Give us, give us an intro. Why don't you tell us about your podcast and about yourself a little bit? Okay, yeah. well, um, Hello to all of Cryptid Warfare podcast listeners out there. My name is Farah, F-A-R-R-A-H. Farah, sorry, my fault. My no, fault. you're good. Snap. You're good. Everybody gets it wrong, so it's fine. But it's <laughs> F as in Foxtrot, A-R-R-A-H as in Henry. And I am the host of The Conversation Cabin, where we do, we cover everything from the strange, unexplained mysteries and more um, from ghosts, Bigfoot cryptids, to UFO sightings, alien abduction stories, conspiracy theories, and more. Um, pretty much my tagline is explore your strange, and I welcome listeners to come and take that ride with me. So That's awesome. You're in the same boat we are, because we love that stuff too. So, um, Does What it? got you into this stuff? That's what I want to know. What, what oh, got yeah. you into this? Well, um, majorly, I mean, I've been into the paranormal for 20 plus years. I mean, I'll put that out there right now. Okay. Of course, I started as a skeptic. Who doesn't? You know, if you don't yeah. see it for yourself, then um, unless you hear it from friends or family, that's when you tend to believe something. But um, I just got into watching a lot of documentaries, reading books, doing research on my own. And when we decided to move up here, did not know that we were considered in the bubble of like the Oak Ridge area in Tennessee, where everything strange and crazy goes here, like the particle, um, yeah. the particle, Ooh. the particle collider. Yeah, like it was yeah. a part, I guess it's somewhat, like right, yep, it's somewhat based off of like what, what up, Stranger Hubby? Things. I've seen him <laughs> yeah, who's that handsome devil who just walked by, walked by in the background? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Babe, they said, who's that handsome devil that just walked by? He goes, uh. <laughs> so. <laughs> but he's he's modest, he's modest, but yes, he is a. Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> he, he is a handsome devil. But, um. But yeah, apparently this area up here has uh, many things unexplained. There are a tremendous amount of Bigfoot sightings here. So when I came up here, number one, as you probably seen, I have the cave 
that is right behind my house. And I'm yeah. talking about 15, 20 steps from my back door. It has three different entrances. It goes miles back. Have I gone have, have I gone all the way back in there? No, because again, it's miles back, dark deep, and I need some cave equipment, and I've never done that type of cave exploring before. Gotcha. But um, yeah, so we, of course, me, I have, um, let's see, I have an EVP recorder. I have dowsing rods. I have, um, what's the other thing? The parabolic mic. And of course, I have a couple apps on my phone. I know people don't really like those that much. But anyway, I took everything into the cave when the first day we got here. And I recorded... There was some very strange noises, like just, um, you know, shuffling, whispers, um, sounds like people walking back into the cave. And so one thing led to another, and we used the EVP recorder, which is, I recommend it to everybody, it's the Olympus, and um, left it outside for about an hour and 15 minutes, and about an, eight, about an hour and eight minutes in, um, to my shock of the first time using this, I caught a Bigfoot howl. Hmm. Nice. So wow. um, now before that, I had caught a UFO in the sky. You know, it, it kind of looked like the older style of, you know, yeah. the the saucer type. Yeah. You know, um, caught a black shadow in the front yard that went from like where it was at it jumped like five to six feet in a matter you know that abnormal dark shadow movement how it's yeah. really quick you know it's something not normal so that led me into i was like you know i have loved the paranormal for so long and now i'm living literally in a paranormal hot spot so why not include these stories and investigations that I do on my farm also with stories that you know always fascinated me you know cryptids mm -hmm. lores and legends things like that so that all wrapped in the one we live in a cabin I called it the conversation cabin podcast so there you go you are living Ooh, what my an intro <laughs> you're living my dream exactly yeah because I actually used to live in Colorado I love the mountains, cabins. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, girl, right on. So, high five, high five. High five. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, face, you hit me. <laughs> have, okay, so have you guys any, like, and I'm, I'm really curious about the about the paranormal and the shadows and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you guys did any digging on if you're, oh, gosh, how do I put it? It's almost kind of like, what's that movie, like, Poltergeist? Like, their house was on top of, like, an Indian burial ground. I will answer that question for you right now. Yes, okay. this is actually where the Chickasaw and Cherokee Indians were um, had originated here in Tennessee, way back before the settlers came here. Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett, all of them. So this area was inhabited by the Indians. This cave is also known to be where Indians had you know, whether it be stashed food or where they stopped in and, you know, took a rest or something like that. But apparently the colleges around here in Tennessee have um, geologists as well. They yeah. have actually investigated this cave as far as 
the stalagmites. Um, and then there's another cave I've yet to go to, but that's because I came here in the fall going into winter. And this is like a, I don't know, probably about 200 feet, 300 feet down. Now this one's yeah. down that you go in where there's like a cenote of sorts where you can actually okay. swim. They got a picnic table there, but that too is also, you know, this is all Indian settled land here. Oh, wait. Oh my gosh. And that's what we hear a lot too. <laughs> It sounds like once in a while that something is rumbling under our feet. It's yeah. it's scary. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there is a train that is going underneath this area. It's Holy very God. weird. Um, it's scary. Actually, that just like scared me. I like to be scared, but it's almost it's it's if you had you had to be here to feel how heavy and like deep and rumbly it was because it almost feels like your house is going to cave in. Yeah, it's so almost it, like you're on like a sink spot almost. So did it just vibrate? Does it just vibrate the body or the house? Or like, like uh, No, it just vibrated the house. <laughs> so, but there is go back crap. and look at it. That's, it's pretty wow. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um but there's also been stuff that have happened inside our house too, like, you know, I'll be in one room and I'll hear something out here like fiddling with stuff yeah but i mean this is an all open floor plan home because it's a cabin it's supposed to be yeah. open and warm and cozy so it's not like i can't come right out of my room and be right here in the room where it's making the fiddling noise and there's nothing here now yeah. um after we had caught that uh bigfoot howl about three days later we were in the bedroom sitting up watching TV and there was a very huge bang. And I'm talking like, no offense to men, but this was like a beastly two pounds on the front of our house, which you have to mm. be on our front porch two pound on the front of the house. And if you have, I don't know if you've seen the cabin on my Instagram, but I have a length, the porch is the length of the whole front house yeah. okay when you're looking at it though you have to go down into a deep creek bed and then crawl up to even get to the front porch you have to come up the side steps there's no other way to get on the porch so somebody had to be on that porch to pound on the side of our house and it was loud we ran out nothing's there sat back down five minutes later three pounds and i'm saying it's not a man because a human it would have been like doll you know like a doll thud because yeah. there's wood and plaster and everything else it shook my bathroom decor in the next room and we it it startled my husband so much he grabbed his shotgun off the yeah. wall right by his uh, side of the bed and i grabbed my glock that's how loud it was we were like what what could that be? It's like someone's trying to seconds. break in. Right. Yeah. Five seconds to the door. Nothing there. What time was this? Um, it was probably about eight between eight thirty and nine thirty at night. Oh, man. And it was I mean, it's it's scary. It's definitely scary. So that's why we got the Arlo cameras. Because yeah. we only had one camera. But now 
you know, the new Arlo's, there's only like three in a set. So I have one that's by the shed facing the front of the house and the whole front yard. And then I have one in the back that, yes, there were some people on TikTok. They were like, well, why don't you point it at the cabin? Well, since there's only three in a set, I wanted one that can be up high looking yeah. at the entrance of the cabin and all around the yard. And then yeah, have... kind of see what's coming and seeing what's running away. Right. Yeah. And then we'll get one more to put in front of the cave. Yeah, I got gotcha. Because there's gotcha. something here. Um, man, that's honestly that that kind of sucks because when you go home. Are you ready to level up your podcast game? Introducing Superpass, the ultimate all in one platform made by podcasters for podcasters. Imagine having access to a sleek website builder, the most powerful content app maker on the market, engaging courses, a thriving community, Patreon, and and exclusive membership perks, all in one place. With a Netflix-inspired layout that's both professional and creative, Superpass is the perfect place to grow your audience and take your podcast to the next level. Don't miss out. Join the Superpass revolution today. Check out superpass.com and get a two-week free trial. Link in the show notes. Like, you know, like basically like when you when you actually go to your house, you want to go chill out. You want to rest. That's basically like your safe haven. Mm-hmm. But when it's literally at the door and in your house and on your property, that's a different type of animal you're dealing with. Yeah, definitely. You know? And that's it's it's something, you know, a lot of people might hear it and they might be like, oh, you know, well, you come out here because I'm going to tell you on my other camera, I got a tree knock recorded. Because yeah. where our where our house is, where the cave is, the entrance, it's a huge mountain. And there was something that we caught before that howl on the EVP recorder that was big. Yeah. You know, trudging through the mountain, like kind of not breaking twigs. Like you basically sound sticks. like a bulldozer just going through the mountain, going through yeah. the trees. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh, and it's weird, wow. you you know, I've always been pretty strong. And you go outside and I'm like, oh, I love this place. But, you know, there's so sometimes when you walk out and you're like, Something's this watching. is a very ominous feeling. Something's watching me. Yeah. It's, it's basically weird. like that primal feeling. Yeah. Like we all get it. We we all get it. Like it's basically in, it's it's in us. We know mm-hmm. when somebody's watching us or something. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Man. Very um, scary. Yeah. Z, <laughs> you all right, buddy? <laughs> no, like I'll probably look like a deer in the headlights. Um, I had a really good question, but then I kind of forgot what it was. Well, that's no fun. I guess it wasn't that important. But I know there's <laughs> just so much freaking that is going on. Um, there. And for me, I, this is just how I am, though. I would take it personal. I'm like they're trying to get me off their property, and I'm like, yeah, but this is my land. Like, I don't know. That, that's just how I am. Um, I don't think I'm fighting as much with Indians as I'm fighting with something that's a little bit oh, no, bigger I'm sorry. or uh, bad. I, I was in a yeah. I was thinking about like those uh, like the Bigfoot. Um, I don't know because uh, Drew and Drew and I like we've we've heard of the Knox before. I mean they're no jo- freaking joke. No. Like, first no, up was no. coyotes. Um, no, no, that in the woods, yeah. and then all of a sudden they all started howling at once, and then boom, boom, boom. I don't know, it was freaking crazy. And yeah, night, you can definitely tell a difference between somebody just, you know, screwing around and and having something that 
is is deliberately making a knock, but the force that it's using whatever stick to knock on the tree, it's different. You know, I've watched enough documentaries, not, you know, fake crap on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You know, I've watched enough documentaries, um, you know, to know what to look for, what to kind of, you know, what to hear, you know, what to look out for as far as sounds, um, you know, always take something with you so you can grab some fur or you can look at, you know, cast a print or something like that. Mm-hmm. I will do that more this spring and summer because, of course, since the Cumberland River is right down yeah. here. Yeah. And that's a water source. Well, you know, yeah, it's going to be coming down there. So, yeah. Okay. So when, oh man, yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Z and I have dealt with some knocks and running through the woods too. It's yeah, it's a, it's a definitely crazy feeling. Um, when those things have happened, have they been more than one at the same time? Like you hear a knock over here to your right, then one behind you or, you know what I mean? You it, mean like multiple ones. It to me, it does sound there's like more than one. I'm not saying there's a group. I would say like if anything, like two, because when I was recording that one on the EVP, right, the howl was coming from a mile away. But yet there was something above the cave that was marching and breaking sticks and everything. So that definitely at least gave me the feeling that, well, if I'm hearing a howl echo through the mountain over on this way, but I'm hearing something trudging with two feet. I know I, I have been raised in, you know, near the woods. I was born and raised in Western Pennsylvania. I know what a scurrying of a, an animal or whatever else in the woods, this was someone it was something that was big, exactly big, but you yeah. could hear, you know how Tennessee um, ground is kind of soft in some places. I yeah. mean, we can hear something <laughs> like running behind our house. First, it smells yeah. like skunk for like three minutes mm. and then it's gone. And let me tell you what, I've caught a skunk on my cameras in the front yard several times and it's never smelled but i will get a putrid smell like i've never smelled before it's like a combination of skunk and like chives it it almost like is in like the back of my throat in my nostrils it burns i have to leave the room because it made me sick before but then it's gone and like you know, a few minutes and it's like, well, that's not a skunk because a skunk smell will kind of linger for a while. This thing just like goes and I can hear something that's like thudding running in the backyard. And it's, it's terrifying at times to say the least. But you didn't um, smell that smell whenever you heard the knocks at your door? No, Hmm, no, it's interesting. No, I did not. The, the skunky kind of smell, it's just, it's weird how it comes because it's never followed up with like even the footprints that I hear anywhere. You know what I mean? It's just that like, and the funny thing is the air conditioner brings it in more. So yeah. it wafts our whole bedroom. It's honestly, it's like something is sitting there 
listening through the air conditioner at us, like listening to us watching TV, mm. talking, because it's like it comes really full force. And then three minutes later, it's gone. And it's just like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Dang. Do, do you guys go Bigfoot <laughs> hunting? Do you guys like yeah. go? Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Where do yeah. you go and what um, parts? Who KY. Like, yeah, we go to uh, Kentucky. We go to Lexington, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Family Cave National Park. I've been in Colorado quite a bit um, when I lived there. Um, here, we did one in eastern Tennessee over at uh, over at Mountain City. Mm-hmm. Went over there. Yeah, I was pretty thick with them. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been out quite a bit. Oh, yeah, and that's the one I missed, wasn't it? Huh? Was that the one that I missed? Yeah, yeah, that was just, the one oh, you didn't go on. Stinking <laughs> <laughs> family. I know. <laughs> Well, I would like to do a lot of exploring this summer, and I was thinking about like a year from now um, actually doing something where I will have like people from like listeners, like I'll do a drawing and have one or two people come out here for like on a Friday and leave on a Sunday, but where they can come and investigate, you know, the cave, we can go out in the woods and, you know look for Bigfoot because it's always like, you know, how are you supposed to know if you don't go out and look? You can't just take everyone else's word for it because they're everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere. I think they're just I think have they're you, different. Um, have you done it before? Have you gone out Bigfooting? Not officially. Yeah. Like, have I gone out you know, with yeah. uh, hey, I, I want to go scout areas where I want to go and then do research there that's what i've done and that's what we're going to do spring and Mm. summers we're going to go up each of these six mountains right here that are right behind our house we're going to go over by the cumberland river and then we're going to go down this long road because i live on 448 acres and a lot of that land is where the site a lot of sightings are too so um what do you um okay yeah because uh just from just from like past experiences and stuff um and one of the guys we, we talked to he he still works for the government kind of but he does this professionally on the side he's one of the head of the the international dogman project his name's nick valente this guy's a this guy's a massive knowledge when it comes to stuff when it comes to bigfoot hunting and and uh, dogman and stuff familiar. like that yeah um Matter of fact, I, I was just, I was telling Z, I was just talking to him today on the phone, but he, because all the times I've went out, I usually go with about four, maybe, maybe four to three guys, mm-hmm. but we came up on a lot of times, we've actually had a lot of bad situations, like, all right, this is getting bad, we might have to shoot our way out of this, like, that's how bad it got. So I was talking to him and he was like, dude, you, okay. He goes, if you ever do this again, he said, don't go with, with the, don't, don't go with less than seven guys, seven oh, wow. people. Yeah. Because it's that bad. Also, what happened? Your, what's that? What happened to you? Like, what was, what was the situation that was bad? Okay. Well, this is the one that Z didn't go on, and it was on our last podcast we did. It was with my buddy Taylor. I'm kind of glad I didn't. He he went with me. He was a skeptic for a while. I'm like, dude, why don't you just come with me? So the way I do it is I scout out an area we're going to go to. I talk with people that live in that area. 
-hmm. if they had sightings, if they're having problems. So we go out and we investigate, but we go as far as the trucks can go. And then we backpack in like miles, like a couple miles in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's how we do it. So then we set up camp. I set up trip wires and we put food out and we bait them in. So, so anyways, one of the guys we went with who was is his vehicle he kind of cashed out on us because he was going through some stuff so he fell asleep in the tent so it was just me and this other guy named taylor he was with me and he was the one that was a skeptic so when i go i don't go i don't basically go bigfoot hunting to kill him i just go just to investigate just to just to kill just to collect enough evidence as much as possible Mm -hmm. now the reason why i bring weapons is because it's just for my protection in case we run against any animals any mountain people Whatever, or in case old 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 hairy monster like you know, like to come at me sideways, I'm gonna throw some five five six in them as much as I can. <laughs> but okay. but yeah, but that's the only reason why I bring it. You know, it's just for my protection and the people that are with us. So we went, we brought all our gear, all our backpacks, ARs, vest, everything. So we go there, camp out. My buddy, so and so, he 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 falls out. He goes to sleep. Well, we get the fire rolling and we're eating, and it's about like 11:30 at night. And we start hearing something coming down the mountain, like how you heard mm. trees, branches breaking. Boom, 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 boom. Well, I, I set stories. up. Well, <laughs> I set up a perimeter alarm 50 feet radius around our campsite. So if we hear something, it gives us a head heads up, like, hey, something's coming this way. Mm-hmm. So as that thing's coming down. It stops about a good 100 yards away from us when we hear it stopping. Well, then it starts to sprinkle, right? The fire's going. Fire kind of starts to die down because the water's hitting it. So we're kind of like back to back. But my friend Taylor's like, did you hear that? I'm like, yep, they're coming in right now. They're coming in to check us out is what's going on. Well, next thing we know, as we're focused on to our right, I hear something running fast. And I hear and I hear almost kind of like chattering, like <laughs> like that running. But I'm hearing branches breaking, twigs busting. Oh my god! Leaves going. And then we look this way, and then our perimeter alarm goes off behind us. So we go that way, and we're going towards the perimeter alarm. Well, the, well, the, what happened was the one who came down the mountain stopped. The one on the left was running around our perimeter to check that, and then that one tripped the perimeter alarm. <sighs> And as soon as he tripped the perimeter alarm, we heard it take off the other way. So we went to go set it again. The perimeter alarm on the other side tripped off. Oh, so that's my what was God. Going on. So that's what was going on the whole night. Damn, that and, was – that's exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, missed what kind of gave me an it. What kind of gave me an edge was... If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. Um, anyways, anyways, yeah, so I'm former law enforcement. I was on SWAT and all that, so all my gear I got, I kind of modeled after what I used. So I got some night vision goggles, so that's what kind of kept me good. So as the fire died down, we kept hearing them, wood knocks, them running the perimeter the whole time. 
hearing chatter and hearing like <laughs> running and then almost kind of like bluffing charging mm-hmm. and then backing away the whole time. It got so bad. It got so <laughs> bad. Yeah. That, that my buddy Taylor was like, kind of started to like tear up and he's like, this is, this isn't happening. I'm like, this is happening, Taylor. So oh just calm gosh. down, chill out. Well, you ever heard of infrasound? Yes, of course. Okay. Well with him, we all ate the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on his side of the tent, that's where like that's where like a lot of the majority of the stuff was going on. Okay. So my buddy Taylor, he's like six something, two hundred some pounds. He's a big guy, big dude. And I'm only like I'm only like five like five ten, five eight, five ten around there. I'm I'm a lot smaller than he is. But I'm thinking they were interested in him because when you think about it, if you're trying to take out a threat, you're gonna go after the biggest guy, right? Wholesome right. man. Okay, yeah. so Anyways, they're doing that, still doing the thing. So the fire dies down. I'm like, hey, I'm going to back up into my tent. So I just kind of just prone out with my AR peeking out. I got my night vision on. He's in his tent kind of chilling. We're just listening. It's dark. It's completely dark now. And we're just hearing him, wood knocks, stuff like that. And next thing I know, I hear him. He gets up and he starts throwing up. And I get up. If the infrasound can make them sick, it makes you like. And he's like, and he's like, dude, I'm getting dizzy. And next thing we know, the tripwire goes off right where he was at. Oh my gosh. So I roll over and I just start laying. Boom, 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 boom. We hear him go up the mountain, go away. (sighs) So I was like, F this. In the morning, we're packing up. We're gone. (laughs) We're gone. (laughs) So. I went to go set the alarm again. So I went to go set the alarm again. I was like, Taylor, just chill out. Yeah, I got you. So he fell asleep, and I was up the whole night just just listening. I wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. I couldn't, yeah. And I had, like, my night vision on, and I'm just listening the whole night, just watching, watching. And I was up the whole freaking day until the sun came up. Then it quieted down. Then I got Taylor up. I was like, hey, why don't we go scope out what we're hearing, what was going on? So So we saw a bunch of trees break in like pathways of where they're running from mm-hmm. so we followed that pathway and went down in a holler we came up the holler nothing but mountains as far as we can see we're like okay that's where they came from and so then my buddy uh go ahead go ahead, go ahead i was no i was going to ask you so with your research that you've done and like the investigations that you've done why do you think it is that they have gone without being detected as much because because my theory with that is i believe they are some type of suit like supernatural being like i believe that they can like suck into a different dimension and pop up somewhere else to get away from a threat or you know whatever it is that they need to do that with i don't every time i watch a documentary it it makes me like frustrated because you either have the documentaries that go with Oh, it's just a, a bipedal ape with a little bit of human DNA in it, or it's just it's it's supernatural. Why can't it be both? Because I haven't watched one documentary where it's been laid out that why don't you think it's a little bit of both? That it's a Bigfoot with a little bit of human DNA, but it also has supernatural. It's like an interdimensional being, if you you know if yeah. you want to call it that. I, 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 I totally agree with you 100%. Like, to me, like, me and Zed talked about this. Like, to me, I think, to me, it all 
goes back to like Genesis six, right? Where the angels mm-hmm. came down and they, you know, had sex with the women and then they had this Nephilim, right? Well, it wasn't just that they, they fornicated against, it was the plants and the animals too. So not only that, um, I think they're almost like cousins to these certain entities right. or they have qualities that we can't have like qualities right. to where like these certain Nephilim, they can go in and out of dimensions. They can go through portals, but we can't because of right. our makeup. You know, we can't, but they can, just like Dogman, same thing. Um, I think they're both. I think they're physical, and I think they're spiritual, interdimensional at the same time. Right. Thank you. Because I think that, like, like woods, just like aliens, because it's my one of my other theories is that I believe that there's portals in the woods because it's an area that's less traveled. It's not you're not going to have one like right over between Starbucks and McDonald's. You're going to have it out in the woods where no one, it's really less traveled, less people have gone. I mean, there's so much we haven't even explored yet, but you know, when I listen to, um, when I listen to that Dwayne guy that does the research out at blind frog ranch, um, you know, he had said that he talked to a general per to say that, you know, there's, uh, the aliens know where there's like portals at and with their mind, they go there. I think that the Bigfoot is the same thing. They're built with something where, you know, they're, you know, that little 10% of the brain that we don't use, or mm-hmm. what is it? The 90% is that we don't use. They can use everything. And that's yeah. how they can do everything that they can do. Well, that's yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, not only that too, like, oh, sorry. like Real quick. Not only that too, like, we're, we are in, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. We are <laughs> in good. these guys' a. Love you, bro. We're in these guys' backyard. We're in these guys' home. Dog, man, Bigfoot, whatever. So they know where all these secret passages are at. They know where everything's at. It's like someone going into a mansion, right, like you live at or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to know where all the good doors are at. Right. And they're not. Same thing with them. Like, they know where all these things are at, and we don't. Right. You know? anyways, I don't want them killed. I, I would never kill yeah. one, and I don't want them killed. I just think that, you know, we need to study them more. But Yeah, I agree being freaked out you know i mean i'm the type that if anybody was like who wants to go spend six months out in the wilderness i'm like me let's go let's go i want to do it you know anywhere that i can that's another reason why i moved up here because i you know there's more tennessee like get there's more bigfoot get togethers up here it's not as prominent in florida you know there's more um studies going on here more groups so you know i'm kind of hoping to kind of enter interlace with one and see what i can learn well okay real quick note if you're free at the end of april there's this thing called the paracon Mm -hmm. it's going on it's going on i'll I'll send you all the information but one of these bigfoot gq research is bad a ed brown he's actually heading the whole thing he invited us to go check it out so you guys are welcome to come and you guys can network and get with people and build that community (sighs) that would be yeah, Fantastic. but I will but at the but yeah, I will at the end I'll I'll, I'll send you all the stuff. So oh, that anyways, would be go ahead, sweet. Zuck. Yes, Zuck. Well, no, no, okay, I'll backtrack. Like, um, I've always been fascinated with the mind, and especially in college, whenever I learned how powerful our mind was. And in one of my classes, um, our instructor was um just telling us uh, how powerful our mind actually is, and how much of it we actually use. And we're told we only use about ten to. 14% of it, but we actually have mm-hmm. way more access than what we give ourselves credit for. Um, and a lot of it is because 
it's it's crazy frequencies and what what culture is teaching us and brainwashing unfortunately a lot of our youth uh and i mean i can freaking talk about this stuff all day but yeah it's it's so wild um because i really like like we are souls like my belief you know views that like we are souls with bodies and because of that like we're going to be very what's the word um just very sensitive to things that won't affect i don't know i'd say animals um Mm -hmm. trees like like other things like like we're just very very different the way we were created and and there are a lot of supernatural forces that behind the scenes that know this um and and when i say supernatural it's not just like demonic it's just evil people right no no i'm what you're saying Mm -hmm. and they want to control and manipulate people and i don't know if you've i don't know if you've looked into this but but drew sent me a message um a video about it a while back a guy giving a little mini presentation about there are actually 13 months in the year and there are and it's been going on for like so long to where we've been told that there are 12 and um, i mean i'm getting goosebumps talking about it but it's literally to set off our frequency i never heard and, that uh, i mean it's, it's just it's so crazy i'll, fi- it's, I'll it's, find that I'm video really, and i'll I, send I, it to I was you. gonna say can you guys yeah, send please it do. to me like, I, yeah it was i don't know and i'm like that makes sense because i don't know if you've heard of grounding or anything but since we came from the earth, I believe there is there are so many freaking positive benefits of just standing just barefoot, like just. Oh, no, no, no. I agree with that. Walking completely. around um, in your backyard. Like, yep. And I've actually tried it. And you can. It's fascinating if you try it with infants and children like and I tried it with my son, like he'll be crying like crazy. And, and it's not just me. Like I did research before I actually did it and actually trying that. I'm like, dude, that's it's freaking crazy. But it, but it's with, with the energy of the earth. And I, like it's, it's so anyway. Um, and then, uh, dang, now that I went down that rabbit hole, I forgot what I was going to talk about after. So the mind, <laughs> and then you guys talked about something else. No, well, let me, you know, you know who Stephen Greer is, right? Oh yeah. I've yeah heard I know okay. About. So going off of what you just said, Zook, I have been watching Stephen Greer and so has my husband, Jake for years. And I've actually have, um, I had a post up like two weeks ago where I'm looking for people that have dabbled in the C5 contact because Stephen Greer found a way to pretty much call these entities in, but it's opening up another world within your brain and like people some people can't do it and some those people can't see five i want to i For those? you know want to do it because i want to try it i want to connect more with my spirituality with that you know what i mean it's like that part of the brain that nobody opens up all the time but you know i think just the way that he what was it um Okay, there was a the show, the um, Expedition X on Discovery Channel with uh, Josh Gates, and then he has two people, Phil and Jess, that go out in the field and do little things. They had done a study with a thermal cam imaging camera where they went to this place that they were doing some kind of deep meditation to call in, like, interdimensional beings slash UFOs slash aliens, if you want to call it that. Once this man had gone into this deep meditation, and it was probably, he was probably doing it for about maybe five, six, seven minutes, his brain was showing, like his head was showing heat different from the rest of his body because the way that he was connecting with whatever he was doing to get to that other dimension in his head to do a contact with somebody, I want to learn that because I think that could actually help with Bigfoot research. I wonder if they ever thought about, you know, kind of doing a deep meditation slash C5 contact to help with maybe 
calling in Bigfoot because if Bigfoot works with infrasound, wouldn't that be kind of related in some sense? I would say, yeah, it, it, <laughs> I'm sure it will be definitely in the in the same category, but it'll just be, um, I, I guess, like, like a different type of system. Right. It just, I think that maybe like of some like, sort. With, like it's just, I guess, the, yeah, this distribute distributed differently. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally see it. And I've I've looked into um, Stephen Greer. Um, it, it was a while. Like there were just certain things that the way he did it, um, just for certain methods that he did, mm-hmm. I just thought was a little too out. So I would just just heed caution. Like just be careful. Oh, no, make no, sure no, you I have. Know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get picked because, up man, anytime Because, once soon. you do open up certain parts of your... <laughs> oh, no. It is so wild because I've, I've heard, I've read, and I've even talked to some people, gosh, who opened up their mind um, to, to things that I know we're capable of doing, but it's either too soon. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, we need to learn to walk before we can run. And some oh, people, yeah. they just want to go zero to 60, and they want to do, like, astral prediction, do, do all this freaking stuff. But it is crazy because there are demons or there are just this beans and demons uh, from my point of view that are out to get us no matter what, like whatever it takes. And they will be uh, they're very cunning and, and smart the way they do it. it yeah, if you us. ever. Um, um, but I mean, I if, definitely believe. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever if you ever get a chance, uh, Zook's uh, test- testimony is really good because he he knows a lot about that. Cause he, dated, he was he, he was actually dated a witch. For a while, and he saw a lot of stuff when it comes to astral projecting and all that stuff. Oh, talk to. Yeah, yeah and, and she would actually tell to. me there would be times where she'd have out of body experiences and stuff like that, and just uh, yeah, uh, be very careful. <laughs> um, uh, oh, but, I know you have to definitely be careful because, as I said in one of my podcast episodes, a ghost will scare you out of the house. A demon will confront you and comfort you to keep you there you got to watch out who you open yourself up to because Mm. you you know you got their their tricksters they're going to want to you know they're going to answer all your prayers they're going to you know they're they're going to want to entice you you. yeah Yeah. exactly so you definitely got to be careful i understand that 100 percent. and that's why you're man (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah okay so man I'm just thinking too, like with that knocking. Like, have you heard any scratches on your cabin Ooh. or anything like that? No, we have heard that. We've anything heard that on once in a while. We've definitely heard some things on the roof. It sounded now. Granted, have I? First of all, I'll put it right out there. The roof. There is no trees hanging over it, so it's not like some animal. Drump yeah. down from the tree or anything like that. But yes, we we actually have a tin roof. So yeah. you can hear when something's kind of scratchy or I've heard we've heard some heavy things in. I don't think it's an attic per se, but like in our bedroom, there's a like it looks like an attic door, but yet there's yeah. no attic. And right there, it's almost like also you can hear something above that tin roof. It's up there. So it echoes through that little space and we yeah. can hear it in the bedroom, um, man. Yeah, because because uh, I know in your area too, along with Bigfoot, there's been a lot a lot of dogman sightings. A lot. Well, and, did you uh, happen to see the orb that I caught the other yeah, day? Yeah, I did. I saw that. What do you think of that? I thought it was pretty cool. It just zipped across. And well, it covered it, there. 
it yeah it, it was hovering it like everywhere. it was intelligent like it was almost new like it was like i was watching it yeah and it was basically it reminded me of kind of like a i want to say yeah something was kind of like controlling it or it was just it knew you were watching it so it was just right i thing. that's what i thought i was like you know and the weird thing was we had heard that I have the Arlo camera set up where if there's motion, it will alert me on my phone, right? It has the word vehicle, person, animal, and motion, okay? So I get, an, I get a notification that there's motion. I open up the camera, and I'm looking, and I don't even know what made me do this with an Arlo camera it's not like ring camera ring when you open it up it automatically starts recording Arlo camera when you open it up you have to actually hit record so we were watching it for a few minutes and then all of a sudden I was like you know I'm just gonna hit record because I, I got I think yeah. I just got mad because it wasn't doing it so I was like do it and then I see it come in because at first the post I had was like three minutes long I wanted to show that look, there was nothing, and then you see coming in from the right, and then the second post was like cutting it down and zooming it in. Because you know yeah. how everybody gripes, oh, show the whole footage so we can see what the whole situation is. But yet then I have nobody that wants to watch the full video, and they say, yeah. I didn't see anything. It's like, well, you didn't watch the full video. You watched 10 seconds of it. So Yeah, you're kind of damned, <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> but there was a paranormal Isn't TikTok group. wonderful? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. Um, well, maybe they'll be banning it soon. But um, then there was <laughs> somebody, on in, somebody on Instagram that said um, it was a paranormal group. And they said, normally, we are very skeptical of things like this. But this was an absolutely amazing capture. And, you That's know, cool. I heard on TikTok, you know, is it a it's a firefly? Well, first of all, fireflies, they blink and go about blink and go. Yeah, out. yeah, they go in and out. Yeah, exactly. But number one, number two, there's no fireflies right here. There's fireflies over by the Great Smoky Mountains. Get ready for some monster size entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our cryptid podcast for just a few coins a month and listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures in commercial free bliss. It's like having a personal Bigfoot guide without all the foot odor. So, what are you waiting for? Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. But not really here. Mm -hmm. And it was 30 yeah. degrees outside. So there's not really Staying that out there. Staying there. out there. Thank you. So it's like, but if you even zoom on it more, it was emitting its own light and it was intelligent. That's not a bug. It's yeah. not a bug, but that was the first time I've ever seen, I ever caught anything on camera. I've seen little lights through the trees. That's yeah. what made us want to get cameras because of all these different things that are going on and how, you know, we're in the bubble. We're in the area mm -hmm. that has some strange, and I'm telling you. You guys are in a hotbed. It, always, it kind of reminds me of Stardust Ranch and uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I just did. are in a hotbed right now. Mm -hmm. I just did um, our paranormal project collaboration that started last Tuesday. It's a four-part series, but it's yeah. we're doing Skinwalker Ranch, Stardust, Blind Frog, and then um, Skinwalkers in general and how everything ties together. But I'm telling you, this 
this area, it needs to be studied more. And it's going to be me. I mean, I'm going to get to it this spring and summer. It's been dragging ass for like the cold weather. I'm ready for it to start like. Well, away. if you need any help, let us know. We'll be happy to hang out. <laughs> oh, I was going to already ask. Yes, I would love Love it if you guys came out and, you know, maybe we did something like on a weekend hike in and see what we can because I need to learn from somebody that's done it before. I'm not going to say that I know how to do it. I want to know what do you put out for them to eat? What do you look for? You know, when you do scout a location besides the twisted branches, you know, things like that, you got to really learn to track. So maybe I can learn a bunch of things from you. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time we were yeah, trying to track, I'm, I'm, uh, like put up, uh, what were they, reflectors on the back of trees just, just to uh, oh, yeah. back to base tell, or can Tell her that one, tell her that yep. one. <laughs> tell me. Anyway, tell as we were getting deep into the woods, yeah, so we were getting deeper and deeper into the woods in Kentucky, but but the whole time, you know, Drew was back tagging the trees. Um, and then as we started going back, I don't know, it was that, you know, whenever there's a predator near, it gets really quiet. There was no wind. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it was no so crickets, wild. No crickets, nothing. Because it started off like that, and it was just getting quiet. It just got yeah. quiet. You could have heard a fly fart. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. They're chilling, and I was, just, <laughs> I was just taking it in. I'm like, man, this is freaking cool. And, um, I don't know, and, 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 like, crazy situations like that, I don't know, I'm just real, I'm personally chill. Like, because I know you need to be calm-minded, but for real, right. I don't know. Like, um, but anyway, yeah, as we turned around and started to go back, it, it wasn't supposed to rain at all, but it seemed to just rain right when we started getting lost. And then all those tags that Drew put up, I don't know, it was like more than half of them just vanished. They were gone. So, yeah, it was just so weird. Yeah. Like, well, okay, we didn't hear anything, so man. Like, yeah. So, so basically, I had, I had oh like my buddy my Brian. He's, he's one of the guys I, I go on hunts with. I trust him with my life. Him and I are like-minded. So I had him take point. And then I stood in the back. Well, as we were walking, I looked over at my buddy Paul and Zook and my brother and Brian were up ahead of us. I hear something on the left and on the right kind of keeping pace with us. And I said, I told my buddy Paul, stop. And we stopped and we heard them. <coughs> they stopped. So I just started just tagging up trees about every 20 feet because I'm like, if we got to haul, haul, part of my language, haul ass back mm-hmm. to see where we're going. Yeah, definitely. But I also told my buddy Paul, too, I was like, hey, just in case, get on your phone and ping where we left. Ping where we started. That's a good idea, too. Just in case all hell breaks loose, okay? And so as we're going, we went about a good two miles in, and then it started just to pour, started to rain. I'm like, okay, all right, let's just get back. So we turned around, and they were gone. We're like, what the freak? So we didn't know where... We didn't know where to go, and it reminded me of, uh, oh, what was it? Missing 411, because whenever, oh, whenever somebody gets lost, Oh, my gosh, I was just going to say that, Drew. As soon as you said it started raining, yep. I was going to interrupt, as I try not to do, but I was okay. going to say, dude, it's almost like when you do, it's like a profile of a missing person. It's the the weather always interferes with them going to try to start finding and searching for this person so i was gonna say exactly that but yes yeah. it's almost like because the story that you told me earlier yeah it was raining yeah and 
I was like, sure as crap. I was like, man, okay. I was like, hey, Paul, bring, bring up a GPS real quick. Which way do we got to go? And he looked, okay, we're this way. And his phone started to glitch. We're like, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. So as we were going back, we, we, we heard these things profiling us still. And then as we got to our campsite, we're about 100 yards off. We see our tents way out there. It was like dark. We had our lights, our ARs looking up, down, looking up, down, kind of looking. And then my buddy, Brian, he's on comms. He's like, hey, Drew. Like, what's up buddy he's like i see literally i see i see two eyes that popped up behind our tent and back down so i told mm. Zook and my brother i'm like hang back i was like i got on the comms again i was like hey paul um and uh, brian why don't you guys press forward at the tent i'm gonna flank and go around so as we started going those eyes popped up again and it was two more sets of eyes and popped up again and we're going we're going and then as i came around it was deer <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, hold the fire, hold the fire. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Don't wanna... Well, what is have you seen eye shine from an actual like I know that you don't know 100% what it is, but why is there so much difference between Bigfoots that they say, "Oh, it was a red eye shine." And then oh, there's some that likes the white. You know what? Yeah, that or like an amber color. I don't know. I think it just depends on the breed, honestly. Because like you got Mothman your, is red. Yeah, Mothman always red. Is red, yeah. I think to me personally, because I think with us, you know how we have different races, right? I think Bigfoot right. has different races. You got your Yeti, you got your Sasquatch, you got your yep. Yowie. You know, I think they're just all different races, and I think they all have different types of eyes. You got they're your different, man. your amber. Yeah, you got your amber. You got your red. You got your yellow. Just whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and I think, too, with oh, how no. the, the eyes work, like, you know, we adapt to our surroundings. So mm-hmm. I know w- with theirs, uh, certain Sasquatch, like, I've heard that, too. Um, with their eyes being red, it's when, like, the moon or light hits it in a certain way, bioluminescence, like, yeah, they'll show up as red. I mean, sometimes it just depends on the angle in general that you look at them from. Right, But, true. yeah, I think that, too, definitely, um, the different types as well. Yeah, yeah, there are so many different types of bigfoot yet like you mentioned i liked that one there was a documentary that i watched where these two researcher scientist guys went down to where there was like a running stream and they took like water samples because they were trying to find out if it was a water source is there anything it's like a new new thing that they're developing where they can actually pull out what species are using that water like what type of fish all of that and, I mean, the thing showed that there was primate in the water in, yeah. I think it was Washington. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it definitely wasn't somewhere where, monk, you know, it wasn't where monkeys live. This is in yeah. Washington or Oregon, somewhere around there. So, yeah, the Northwest, yeah. What do you, you know, what do you consider that? If It, it just frustrates me that people don't believe in it you know they everybody i mean everybody can believe what they want but it's just come on we have seen all these things for you know a hundred plus years i mean and they have gone back to even the indian people are carving out on you know petroglyphs they even got cave cave drawings of these things right exactly so what do you think i mean you have to when there's no education back in the day like there is now you have to see something back then to draw it. You, They yeah. really didn't have much imagination back then because of the fact that unless you smoke peyote, 
then you get imagination. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm trying to say that there, yeah, you, back then there wasn't a lot of things that there is today to give you the, you know, a saucer like the native people out in Nevada and Arizona, you know, Utah area, like the Utes and the Navajo, you know, they drew the star people. And yeah. when there's no flying machines, when the reservations were full from back in the day, how do you explain saucers? How do you explain exactly. that stuff? When there's nothing flying <laughs> in the 1800s, you know, we didn't have the the two Wilbur brothers or whatever. <laughs> yet oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so it's gotcha. just you um, you can't you can't discredit those people because yeah they drew it what are you gonna say they're crazy no they're not well not only that lot of like honestly like the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of oh man of like um of like sightings and like just all that stuff not all of them could be lying no that one doctor what is it jeff um the the bigfoot that looks at all the different prints dr jeff something i forget his his last name name. i can't remember but i mean yeah but i I know you're talking about yeah and they even asked him do you think that there is a bigfoot and he said by the evidence that i have in front of me and that i've researched for over 20 years there is such a species I mean, come on, you're going to tell a doctor he's crazy? You would pull his PhD away from him. So it's time to start getting out there, everybody. You know, get out there, do your own investigation. Not only that, too, if you, if you look at, like, oh, certain areas like California or, like, the Northwest up in Oregon, like the Army Corps of Engineers, they actually have signs that say, be careful of Bigfoot or don't feed these certain animals, bear, mm-hmm. cougars, and Bigfoot's on top. Like, I don't think the the army would do that. There was a national security thing that I, I came across um, of where the area out there in the northwest, they were they wrote an article about it to give to their military people about mm. these these. What are they? I don't know. Hairy men or whatever they want to call it. Sasquatch or Bigfoot. But it was actually a document made by the military. Like you can find it online. I mean, they actually wrote to send when they were sending people out to do their little training thing out there. Beware. I mean, even the Vietnam guys saw the, you know, they were throwing, um, you know, rocks at them and stuff. I mean, what are you going to say that people that we let fight for our country? They're nuts. No, (laughs) there's just there's just too much. There's too much evidence now. You can't, and if you want to, it's not even, I always say, if it's not, if you tell me that it isn't this, then tell me what it is, because you're not telling me anything. You're saying, oh, that's not a Sasquatch. Okay, well, then tell me what it is, and no one can tell me. Hmm. No one. Not only that, too, like, I don't, to me, it's hard to listen to the skeptics, because you know what, until you wear the shoes of a person who goes out and researches this stuff. Mm -hmm who goes out, you know, and does this stuff, you can't, to me, you know, you, you have no, you have no argument. Right. Until you go out and research it yourself, mm-hmm. go out there, not just go a hundred feet in the woods, go miles out, spend the night or two and see what happens. I think we all have to come to grip that this planet wasn't made for us. If this is the best that the universe makes up is 
us that we kill each other, you know, hurt each other, we're greedy and all of that. Tell me there's nothing else in this universe. And wow, you you need to get an open mind because this isn't the best that, that you know, that's there. Yeah. Like, you know, this planet holds way more than just us and universe. Yeah, I, like, I agree. Man, so much I want to say. Um, Man, well, I was just telling this to Drew earlier this week, but um, I just heard about this. That there were like islands found off the coast of uh, China. No, I don't. I don't believe it was like around Japan or anything, but there. Um, but there was this massive sinkhole as well. I don't think it was on those islands, but it was actually in China. Some. I mean, it was a huge sinkhole where there were um, scientists. Um, I think they just had said scientists. They didn't really say paleontologist or botanist or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they went to the bottom of this massive sinkhole, which I believe was about 600 feet down, um, and it had its own ecosystem, and. They even found dinosaurs, um, veg, uh, ve- different types of vegetation. Um, I'm writing this down. Like, like it's really cool. Um, but, I mean, I, I totally hey. forgot where it was, but it's yeah. is it yeah. in China? You said. Yeah. Okay. Single yeah, they, they found China. like how, how how many islands did they found off the coast of China too? I don't know, but I feel like um, well, I I don't remember. I don't say I don't know. Um, it was a buttload though. Like it was a lot. And I don't know, wow. like, because I did some research on it, and I'm like, it seems like the story was talking about these islands, but the dinosaur encounters seemed like it was pointing to this massive sinkhole. I mean, and it went, like, yeah, I don't know how wide. I forgot how wide it actually was, but I just know it was really deep, and it looked like it went back pretty far. Ooh. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I believe in hollow earth because, you know, we, this was years ago, and this was on, um, oh, dang, what was it called? A BBC? Um, anyway, it was a news article, and I actually wrote an essay for it from a biology class. Um, but it was talking about where they drilled really far down underneath the ocean surface. Now, what ocean? I'm not sure. Um, but they ended up finding condensed H2O. And I'm like, that means that there is actually water underneath our ocean. And I'm like, dude, that's really freaking cool. So I believe, like, I don't know if, if the whole Earth is hollow, but I believe there could be pretty big big cavern systems that could mm-hmm. support life. Um, I well, mean, uh, that's what sorry, the blind frog, no, the blind frog ranch that I was talking about with Dwayne, that ranch is about five miles from Skinwalker ranch. It's on. Yeah. Yeah. The mystery of blind frog ranch. Remember when they first dug in those frogs came up through the water, there's a cave system and those frogs, even though they were blind yeah. and albino, but then you saw fish, was coming up and then there were yeah. translucent glow in the dark caterpillars well they look like caterpillars but i mean think of how long before Dwayne and his son dug down there in that area that how long that that cavern system was there and it's underneath places where every where no one has ever dug there it's been there for thousands of years and they mm. finally got in there that's that's a life system down there. I mean, that's yeah. pretty crazy to just stumble upon that when you're sitting there um, digging for buried treasure. You're not looking for, you know, a life down there. Yeah. So it's pretty have you? Oh, have you ever heard of Admiral Byrd? You know, you know that guy. You ever heard of that? Give okay. me a little bit more info. Okay, so basically. 
basically he was an admiral in the navy uh back in the little bit like right after world war world war one i think world war in between world war one and world war two or like world war two after he was he was an admiral so he was also like an adventurer and an explorer so he actually was flying he was a pilot he was flying over alaska towards like the north pole right mm-hmm. well in his diary it says that him and his co-pilot like his like like his uh like his compass was just going crazy and you notice there was a hole at the at the north part of the earth there was a hole so he basically dove into it with this plane and it was like his like his like his temperature gauge went from like negative 20 all the way up to like 70 degrees and it was a whole you heard of that you know what i'm talking I about i heard of that part but i didn't hear about his name but i heard about yes. some write this into down something write like this that. down admiral bird so basically in a nutshell he went down there all of a sudden these saucers came up next to him took control of his plane they landed that's where he met like the anunnaki he talked to this master yep. guy then he left went to washington told him what happened then they sent him on this thing. It's called Operation Paperclip or Operation I, High Jump. Operation oh, High I, Jump. I've heard a paperclip, but not yeah. High Jump. Yeah, Operation High Jump. Check that out. So basically, in a nutshell, he gets a fleet of guys. They go down to Antarctica. Oh, yep. To go see what's going on because they think that the Germans fled there, right? I was just so, going to say that. <laughs> yeah. so, so they ended up in like this two-week war where their planes were going against uh, Nazis, basically, but they were flying saucers. They were mm-hmm. coming up out of the earth, like pockets of the earth in Antarctica. Then after all that happened, then they all of a sudden, years later, they had like a treaty. And that's yeah. where that's where nobody yeah. can so, go up to Antarctica no anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think that Hitler had something to do with that because of course I know mm. that you know, of course it's a theory that yeah. Truman made a pact. With the aliens that, hey, you can take our people in exchange. Yeah. We'll help further your technology and development yeah. of your country. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that was after – yeah, that actually happened right after the Roswell incident and the crash. Mm-hmm. Then you had like an emergency dental procedure. Dental procedure. Then right, <laughs> then right after that – Typical. Right after that, <laughs> Area 51 wasn't that big. Then after that meeting happened, they expanded it 20 miles radius where you can't right. go anywhere. You can't go and, past that after that happened. Anyway, and how yeah. many times that when we were trying to go to space against the Russians, you can look back in videos and how many darn missiles or rockets, I should say, did we blow up? And then all of a sudden, once the war ended, Hitler died. And then Werner yeah. comes over. Werner Braun Braun comes over. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Von Braun. Oh, FYI, my wife's... um grandfather he worked for nasa he worked with dr von braun yeah but we'll chat we'll chat we'll chat about that later but anyways anyways oh uh, okay so anyways yeah so we gotta anyways yeah we gotta wrap this up but because we yep. got another thing but we're, we we're definitely gonna hours. have you we're gonna have you on yes for a let's do this again sure. please we will schedule it uh in april for sure we'll schedule it the same oh sweet that we can get you on and we can just go from where we stopped at so, but are hey, you surprised I actually know a lot? <laughs> I'm glad. All this stuff. I, yeah, this, this is, is amazing. Great. This is great. Like, oh, finally, more community. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, but why don't you, yeah, just why don't you tell people on where they can find you at? 
Sure. Um, you can find me, Farah, on the Conversation Cabin podcast, which is on Spotify. I'm on Apple, Google, Audible, iHeart, Samsung, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. Right. Oh, on. and cool. then um, I had a question about. Let's see. So some of the recordings that um, the audio, like like the knocks. Um, I think you there was a call as well, or wh- whooping um, from the Sasquatch or the how. Yeah, I have yeah, all I that. Yeah. Oh, would you mind um, sending us that way, and we, and sure. also um, the orb footage or a link to it, and then I'll, I'll put that in the the show notes as well as any other way to contact you. Sure, I will totally do that. Cool beans. I can't um, wait for I guess. to you guys. Yeah, I'm cool. super stoked. If, like, man, I was gonna learn so much more. <laughs> if you want to stay on real quick, uh, Zoki can end it, and then we'll just and then we'll real quick we'll touch base and then we'll get going so sure yeah just okay. stay on don't go don't go yet um look you got anything <laughs> no dude i'm just freaking stoked for around for around two like apparently <laughs> i need a bigger notepad yeah we're, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah we're gonna have you back on for sure um hey thanks a lot thanks for coming on it was an honor i'm so it's awesome meeting more people building that community so i yeah, love we're it gonna, guys we're having her back on for a part two so in a part three and a part four we'll just keep going We'll just keep going. I'm so into we will pick everything apart. So anyways, um, yeah, we'll say we appreciate you coming on. Um, of course. My pleasure. Be, be safe. Uh, yeah. You and your husband be safe. Be blessed. And uh, yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, that's all I got. Zook. I can't add anything else to it to make it any better. I'm like, man, you always make the ending so juicy. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Uh, other than that, um, just remember uh, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but principalities and rulers. And uh, if you guys are uh, here uh, anytime at the end of April in Tennessee, check out Paracon. Um, yeah, we'll watch and plug that in the show notes too. So if you guys want to come check out the, some, uh, some good peeps, uh, talk about Sasquatch, Dogman, Paranormal, uh, where is. Cause finding my way in this hypernation delayed Yeah, out there in East Tennessee, that's where book is already so, written, like I said, guys, we're having Forgive me, the mind is racing. that, guys. If you take away the things you think you need, yeah. life is basic. Yeah, it's a movie, guys. a lot of them playing Satan. <laughs> Be happy, God is free. You follow truth if you follow me. Just call me D. I turn the page. You really think you're doing something when you burn the sage? I done it all and it was nothing but a learning phase. Yeah, that's demons casting out demons. Giving yourself the power by telling God you don't need him. I'm leaving all of my problems to the most high. You see what God do behind the scenes and make your soul cry. And you don't have to be in church with a suit and a bow tie. I'm saying when you sinking, he'll be right there when your boat die. I call him Wi-Fi. Look, it's all about connection. How much did he study when you see a man was tested? How much did you give when you give a man his blessings? One of my pet peeves is saying it was manifested. You can walk outside right now and get shot and die any second. It's two things I pray for, and that's peace and protection. Did you guess it? And I ain't saying go believe the reverend I'm saying my praying hands are a secret weapon I kept one for many years Struggles are souvenirs I see we not moving then that's the reason I disappeared Cause I'm on a mission to break loose in my future years Even if it looks super weird I should be the one Lucifer But can you tell me That isn't something wrong with me Cause I'm able to find peace without walking on the beach stress free I look at life like you should Cause everything you think is bad might be good Understood? Hold on